0: Welcome to the Engage and Equip podcast, a resource designed to help form substantive disciples for the local church. My name is Ashlyn Lee, and I'm the communications coordinator here at High Point. Our church is currently going through the book of Ephesians, so we've created this podcast series called Chewing on Ephesians to help you step back and process the things covered in the past month of sermons. In this episode, you'll be hearing from Aaron Hesse, who is on staff at High Point, and myself as we review the month of June. Thanks for listening, and Enjoy!
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Engage and Equip podcast. We are doing the Chewing on Ephesians series. This is going over the sermons and the passages from the month of June. I'm Erin Hesse, and I'm the Small Groups and Connections Director. Hi,
0: I'm Ashlyn Lee, and I am the Communications Coordinator.
1: Yeah, and it's cool because we, Ashlyn and I, know each other from before being on staff, and I've actually mentored Ashlyn for... I think that last year.
0: Yeah, so. almost coming on a year now because I met you last summer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So, and I don't know if you've shared this on a podcast yet, but you're getting married in August, and <laughs> yes, our two-year-old gets to be the ring bearer mm-hmm. in their wedding, which is very exciting. Walking her family dog down the aisle. It's <laughs> going to be wonderful. Yes, I hope. <laughs> I hope it all works out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you yeah, can pray for that. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, we want to remind all of you who are listening what the mini series is about. And so, um, Chewing on Ephesians is hopefully helping people in what I think of as kind of two main ways. One, you get to hear from some of the staff and elders the main takeaways that we've had and how we've processed what has been helpful, encouraging, inspiring, um, because then maybe that helps you as a listener think and chew on those things more, hence the name Chewing on Ephesians. And then secondly, um, if you're not used to processing out loud what it is that you've heard on Sunday morning um, because you're not in a small group or maybe you are in a small group, but it feels like you're not quite getting to the application part as much as you should, this is um, a way to kind of see that modeled is talking about how we've been processing and going through the content in our own minds and then actually yeah verbalizing it to hopefully get those things to move into action so yeah do you have anything to add to that
0: um i don't think so okay great
1: (laughs) so we want to refresh everyone on um the the passages that we've covered for the last month and so um there have been five sundays in june so uh, we've gone through basically ephesians 2 through um, oh yeah, one through twenty-two, which is the entire chapter, and um, and then actually this last Sunday we did Colossians three one through three. So um, Ephesians two one through ten was that first week where Nick talked about the pride, about pride being the problem, um, in um, specifically like living as a community in the church, um, how pride can be the root of a lot of difficulties that we have in growing together. This next week, um, Mike talked about God's new you, and um, actually, I didn't get to hear that sermon. <laughs> and so, um, Ashley, you can share our thoughts on that later if if you'd like. And then um, the n- next week was by no- Manohar, a temple with no walls, um, talking about the walls of hostility. Week after that was the enmity problem Nick talked about, and then this last week, which was just yesterday, the mystery of the church um, that Nick talked about, the um the what we can and should give our attention to, what kind of can be diversions as we're giving our attention to um, other things. So Ashley, you
0: said that you saw some cool connects with some of the things that I've been talking about. Do you wanna talk about that a little bit? Sure. So as I was preparing for this, (laughs) um, I mean, I wrote down a list of all the sermons in June and tried to pick out the main points from each one. And really, and I think, when you're going through a chapter like so slowly it can be hard to see the big picture Mm. or like the main point of it all so this was really a really helpful exercise and it was really cool to see starting from the first weekend in june where Mm. nick talked about how pride is the problem how pride that theme of pride really continued and developed Mm. as each week went on so in the first In the first week, uh, or in the first Sunday, uh, Nick talked about how, or the the phrase that stuck out to me was, how pride is a compass always pointing towards you, so you'll never go anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then he was also talking about how God's grace has saved us from boasting. And then the next week, Mike talked about something that I had to think about was he was saying, boast but boast in the lord (laughs) Mm. and so that seemed to continue from that Mm -hmm. and then continuing on with the walls that comes back to pride too because i think it's really easy to ignore the walls that you've built because you're prideful Mm -hmm. and to think that you're not affected by walls and that's all pride like if you're blinded if you can't think of a single wall that you've put up you're prideful. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> to put it bluntly. Yeah. yeah, to put it bluntly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, just seeing how that developed into um, the the last Sunday where Nick was talking about how we give our attention and or what we give our attention to, and mm-hmm. really got into some applications and ways that we can break down walls. And I think that talking amongst the staff, it's been really cool to see how those walls have been addressed and or. Made made known, yeah, and potentially addressed, and how that's just going to play out in the church in the future.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I didn't think about that. That bigger picture aspect from looking at all the last few weeks and how that had pride does thread through all of those things. So, I'm sure that will continue to be a theme. I think throughout as we, especially as we get into application later in the fall when we talk about what that actually looks like as a church to live in unity together. So, cool. So Ashlyn, was there a specific um, excerpt either from the text in this last month that really stuck out to you or um, a main point from the sermon,
0: a sermon that really resonated with you? Um, so I talked about the how pride is always a compass pointing to you. Um, but I think that something that I thought was was kind of funny was that I had never, and this is related to the past Sunday mm-hmm. Um where Nick started talking about small groups mm-hmm. <laughs> and how he was like, I'd love to fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was, I thought it was like, whoa, but because <laughs> I love you, <laughs> yeah. but, um, I had never stopped to think about how small groups are kind of like a forced community to yeah. talk about the Bible. Cause we can't do it ourselves. Yeah. We're really bad at doing it on yeah. our own accord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and especially like in larger groups, because I mean we've we've done that sort of thing before, just mm-hmm. the the two of us. Um, like we read um Colossians together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean that was a couple weeks and you know, small group is every week yeah. <laughs> for as long as you can go. And <laughs> yeah. um yeah, just just thinking about how that stuff doesn't come naturally and realizing that was kind of eye opening mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, that's cool. For me, I have,
1: so I grew up in the church and so I've, and on the podcast, I've said this before too, where there are just certain passages from scripture that I've heard for, I mean, I've heard so many times, like reiterated over and over again. And so they can just kind of fall on my, like fall on deaf ears where, and I think that's probably true for a lot of other people in the church. Um, So specifically um, the week when we talked about Ephesians two, one through the first part of five, I guess I'll just read it here and then share Um, what was really helpful to me. So it says, and you were dead in the trespasses and the sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. So I'll pause. It's like super dark, (laughs) Like like not Uplifting. I mean, it's just like there's no hope. Yeah. And then the very next verse um, in the um, ESV, um, English Standard Version, it says, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. And the week that we talked about that a little bit more, Nicole led a worship song at the end of the service um, that apparently is playing on local radio stations a lot, that I, but this was the first time I had heard it. And um, the the song is derived from this passage and the verses in the song talk about like this, the, how we were dead and lost and broken. And then in the chorus, it starts off strongly proclaiming, but God, and hearing that passage put into an artistic format through song where you pause and after recognizing like i'm i'm damned if i don't have christ if i don't have god and um is because of him stepping in but god that we can have redemption personally um and as a local church have redemption so that that for me was a really worshipful experience and then now as i go back and read the text it's like yeah, like none of the, I wouldn't be able to see life through, like have the mind of Christ. If it, I mean, if it wasn't for Christ, yeah, I wouldn't be able to um, see truth or no truth if God had not stepped in
0: and did what he's done. So that was really cool for me. Yeah. And can I just say that worship yeah. has been on point this month? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, Very but good. I think it's just to your point. I mean, I think it's really cool that, So to your point that um, hearing these things over and over again can get dry or boring. Mm -hmm. And I think even for someone newer to faith, you know, the language of the Bible is not the easiest to read. So I think it is really cool that it can be translated into things like worship Mm -hmm. and that we can still be with God in that way Um, and hear the same message both in this format and in song and art format. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So another main
1: point that I really liked, it was, um, when Manohar was talking about the walls of hostility and his first point said that as a church, we should have no walls of separation or separation or alienation. And, um, it really caused me to reflect on, um, the walls that I have up in like subtle ways. Um, because I don't really think about that. I just naturally I think and I think we all do this. We we put up these walls. We're not sitting there thinking who can I leave out or who can I be unwelcoming to today. <laughs> it's just natural. Yeah. And so it when he talked about the walls of pride, of anger, of fear, like walls of I think he said walls of insecurity or he talked about that in one of his points, it just caused me to want to reflect more on what I have up so I can tear them down. Um yeah, did you what were your thoughts on that concept like just the walls of hostility and and all that
0: yeah um i think that it's really cool to see this being talked about in the church especially in a place like madison mm, yeah. <laughs> where um you know when i first moved here and and also even now it's very much a, a white state yeah Wisconsin is yep. very white <laughs> yes <laughs> um and yeah but it's really cool to see how a lot of different people come to high point and to get to know them. And especially the fact that we have Manohar and we have Lloyd. And and I think something that's really important for me to remember though, is that the easiest walls to see are of race, mm-hmm. but those aren't the only walls that we put up. Yeah, um, And I think that it can be really easy to distill Manohar's message into, let's be more friends with Let's be more friendly to um, people of different skin color, Mm -hmm. you know, when there are so many other (laughs) kinds of walls that people put up and, but, but it's just easiest to see the ones of race and Mm -hmm. it's easiest to see the, like, let's say effects of those. Because like, if you like, I mean, if you start becoming friends with more people of color, then like, that's a phys, like a physical thing that other people can see. Mm -hmm. And that's, I'm not saying that's not important. But there's so many other walls. And I think, but I, at the same time, I think it's really cool that we're thinking about that. Yeah. And that is, yeah, it's like, it's really cool. I think as someone that didn't grow up Christian to know all this, to, to have lived like, you know, throughout college and stuff and know that like, yeah, let's be diverse and multicultural and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But to actually have something rooted in the Bible and to actually have, yeah, just to have something. Like a like a true text to go back to. Yeah. And tell us like Like why that why it's important to do this. Exactly. Like the importance and the reason behind it. Mm -hmm. And that is how we can show love and how we can be neighbors. Mm -hmm. And yeah. It's it's more than surface level, which I really enjoy. Yeah, that's true. Were there other specific types of walls
1: that came to mind? Like other than some of the more obvious ones that we've talked about a lot, which like you said are important and we should be conscious of like what were some of the more of the more subtle
0: walls that came to mind for me i think um so nick says this very bluntly but like for instance um so for me i'm i'm a younger person <laughs> i would say so like older people or people that aren't as like maybe Okay, I'm, I'm going to sound a little blunt, I guess, about this. That's but like people that, you know, maybe aren't as socially adept or maybe they have a mental disability or yeah. people that w- of a different, um, with different like sexual preferences, like mm-hmm. and um, people that don't like Nick says as bluntly and appear as attractive, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, you know, there are certain things that like draws to other people because mm-hmm. they are look like us or because they act like us, act like us mm-hmm. and I think it's really important to look for the people that don't look like you that don't act like you and for me because I'm Chinese yeah. it can be kind of easy to just be like oh yeah I'm talking to white people and mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. different that's not me but but I grew up American mm-hmm. and so a lot of my culture is rooted in like American culture mm-hmm. which a lot of other white people have lived in and so yeah there's that similarity. And so I can like relate on that level. Whereas, you know, I, I can't relate as well to, let's say an international student or mm-hmm. something, you know, because they have a different, I mean, just grew up in a different, they place. Just grew up in a different yep. culture. Yeah. And, um, and that can be another wall, right. Mm-hmm. Cause it's really, it can be really easy to like spot that. Right. Yeah. And it's really easy to, un- to almost unconsciously like put up that wall in your mind um, but yeah, those are some of the other walls I was thinking of. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Something that really challenged me
1: from this last month was um, hearing from Patrick Lethane. He's a regular attender. Um, and if if you weren't in the sermon, this was yesterday, June 30th. Was his um, testimony recorded? Yes. Put, okay. Yeah. And it's online. Cool. Okay. Where is it online?
0: You know? Where we put <laughs> all of our sermons. It is both on our YouTube channel Great. and it is on our website. If you go to resources, the resources tab and then sermons. Great. Cool. So yeah, his testimony was really powerful. Um, he's, him and his
1: family have been going here for, I mean, at least I think four-ish years or something. And um, so I know them a little bit. And he, he, so if you didn't hear it, he shared about how um, he's you know a man from Burma and, um, but has Um, grown up in the states and he has faced a lot of discrimination um, throughout his life and he shared a specific story about how when he was biking on a road in Middleton here like just right in town a car of high school students came up next to him and just started yelling hateful racial slurs out the window at him and then drove off and um, he shared how terrifying it was how like just like heartbreaking it was and i mean hurtful obviously it was for him and um it was challenging to me because i i know that those types of things happen i i hear of those stories but i honestly it's like hard for me on a heart level to believe that that happens near me or that it's that's really that relevant for the people in my life and yet I know him, I know his family and I know the road that he was driving down or that he was biking down where he experienced this. And so, um, my heart broke for him and it just, um, just brought to light again, just this level of ignorance. I think that I have to what people do experience, um, sometimes on a daily basis. And so, yeah, it made me want to be even more aware of the, our brothers and sisters in Christ who have experienced those things and just how hard that could be
0: yeah and um that is something I've experienced as well Mm -hmm. actually Mm -hmm. um but back in home like in Maryland just walking by myself yeah um just like a car passed by and yelled someone in the car yelled like go back to China Mm -hmm. and I was like kind of like I'm not I wasn't even born in China yeah (laughs) and it's easy to it's easy to play that off um as just people that are being ignorant but like I still remember that, right. you know, and um, and there are all sorts of things that, that I think you just kind of grow used to growing up in America, um, like things like people coming up to you and saying, ni hao, or like, hmm. konnichiwa, like that actually happens, you know, yeah. um, and I'm just like, that's not even the language I speak. Yeah. And it's easy, and, and I think it's easy to downplay those because it's like, you don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. You're not even saying things that relate to me like i don't speak mandarin i speak cantonese <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um and yeah it's easy to downplay those especially how um yeah i mean it's just easy to downplay those mm-hmm. yeah absolutely <laughs> but um but yeah it happens and i think some to to continue on about patrick's testimony um i think it was what was really powerful i think for me and i think for others as well because i mean kyla brought this up kyla is my fiance mm-hmm. um, and we were talking about this at lunch was just that he really liked how patrick um he came up and not only like god used him in that moment and that yeah. was so cool to see first of all because like patrick said he's really an introvert but mm-hmm. you know he came up and did this um yeah and one of uh, jj's friends uh today JJ is one of the interns here but he was telling us how one of his friends was like he had so much authority up there mm. um so that was really cool to see and um what kyle and I were talking about was that not only did he share this really personal experience of racism that he's experienced but he acknowledged that he's also part of the problem mm. and that he doesn't know what to do yeah and i think that is really important to talk about because you can get i think you can get to a certain point of awareness but then you're like, what do I do? Yeah. And you don't see, you don't necessarily see every other person going through the same experience mm-hmm. or thinking those same things. And it can seem kind of hopeless. Um, but, but I think it is really good that someone acknowledged there is a problem. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, I'm going to share my story. Yeah. And let people know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, um, but I think it's also been really encouraging because, um, Monohar shared that he's seen people like talk to each other mm-hmm. <laughs> like after um, after this past Sunday um, where Nick really got into application and was like, just ask these two questions. Mm-hmm. Ask a third if they seem into it, you know, <laughs> yeah. and people don't realize that maybe that's a little scary, but that's really important. And that's the only way that we're going to really start conversations and start talking to people. Absolutely. Cool. I feel like we could talk
1: more and more on this, but our time is, we've come to an end. Um, But this is, um, yeah, again, really excited that we're talking about these things, excited to hear more testimonies. We're hoping to get um, more, you know, hear from more people who have experienced this type of, um, like these walls of hostility up towards them. And so if you're listening and you have a story that you think could help make an impact, like how Patrick's made an impact on, Um, Kylo or JJ's friend and just I'm sure a number of other people in the congregation because people need to hear these things then let us know you can email us you can come talk to us on Sunday any staff member we'd love to to hear from you and that'll that'll help keep this conversation
0: moving yeah great thanks Ashlyn yeah thanks Erin and thank you for listening For listening to this episode of the Engage and Equip podcast. If you'd like to find more episodes, you can go online to highpointchurch.org slash podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and other apps like that. We hope this episode was helpful to you as you grow in becoming a more substantive disciple and a part of the local church. If this episode was helpful to you, rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a friend. Those are some of the best ways we have to reach new listeners. Until next time, thanks for listening to this episode of Engage in Equipment.